Did you know buying a mattress at Mattress Warehouse means you have a one-year price guarantee? Find a better price? They'll match it, plus 50% of the difference. Why buy anywhere else? Mattress Warehouse. Sleephappens.com Mattress Warehouse. Sleephappens.com Handle on the news. Handle on the news! And now, here's Bill Handle. Good morning. Uh, Bill Handel here on a Monday, January 25th. Uh, great football games yesterday. I watched them both. Uh, rainy, rainy. But first, let me say uh, hello to uh, the crowd here. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, good morning. Good. Wearing, wearing your sweater because, uh, it's well. It's 12 degrees outside. Good Lord. Yeah, it's pretty cold and uh, rainy and miserable and horrible. And uh, They just uh, closed the grapevine because yeah, of snow. Yeah, that's what always happens. The snow up there. And uh, Fraser Park is up there, I think, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, somewhere up there. All right. Uh, Wayne, good morning. Good morning. How about that sports and weather? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we're done. I was sports, wrong, weather. by the way, gentlemen. Can I just say I was wrong? Last Friday, did I, I predicted that it was going to be Green Bay and Kansas City. I was wrong. You did, and I you were. I was half wrong. You were half wrong, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, good morning, Alex. Morning. Morning, and uh, John, good morning. Hey, Bill, good morning. All right, uh, before we start, uh, I've got to say something. Um, uh, you may or may not know this, uh, but uh, news broke uh, that my uh, brother uh, is in pretty serious trouble with the Department of Justice. And I just uh, wanted to say uh, I'm really saddened by it. And I really feel bad about my uh, sister-in-law and uh, my four nieces and nephews. And uh, you know, my heart goes out to them. So I uh, just uh, put it on the record. All right, guys. Uh, are you ready to do it? Let's do it. Yep, do it. Handle on the news on this Monday, January 25th. Lead story. Riders on the storm. As uh, Jennifer just said, uh, there's snow falling up in... Uh, uh, the North, uh, well, I wouldn't even say San Fernando Valley, but at the Grapevine, they've already closed that down, which they generally do whenever uh, snow comes, because it's pretty high up. How high up is uh, the Grapevine? I know the valley is at about 900 feet uh, above sea level, Santa Monica being at sea level. And uh, yeah, the Grapevine's about 1,500 feet. You know, that's really low. Plus or minus, for, you know. A yeah, few. but that's really low for snow because when you think about it, uh, you know, snow level 3,000 feet is considered really low. Yeah, that I think, though, this. But, no- but I think, yeah, you know, now that I think about it, because you have the grapevine, which is the past that yeah. we think of. Yeah. And then there's actually a community Gorman's, called Grapevine, which is at the foot of it, right? Right. And Gorman. Right. So Gorman the tip of where, the Grapevine is a lot is a lot higher. Yeah. Gorman is what? 4,000? Yep. 38, yeah. So, yeah, that's where it's closed. And we've got another storm coming Wednesday-ish that'll bring more rain. So... Well, yeah, we need but, it, right? Because we were oh we're, man, we're, do we, we need back it? Back in drought territory. Oh, yeah, we yeah, were forty yeah. percent as of Friday. The snow, uh, the Sierra snowpack was at forty percent. Yeah, which average. is which is pretty low. The last couple of years have been okay. Uh, it was miserable. It was at six percent or something uh, three or four years ago. Now it's come back, 
and unfortunately, Stickman has retired. I know. Uh, but there's another Stickman. Is there another Stickman? There are two. I don't know if they... Yeah, they, it took two stick men to replace classic stick man. Right. We're um, talking for, about the guy who would go up and literally put the big stick into the snow to measure the snowpack. Frank Gerke. I'll yeah. always remember that name, Frank oh. Gerke. Boy, there is a hell of a job. Right? And, uh, you know, when they uh, advertised for it, I don't know if you saw the ad to replace them. They wanted a, a PhD in meteorology uh, so you could uh, put the stick onto the ground and go, well, there it is, four foot six snow. A little more to the job than that. Not much. And he was a great <laughs> interview when you had him on. Uh, you liked Stick, Stick Man. I did. I love Stick Man. He was great. All right, Governor Newsom is expected to cancel the statewide stay-at-home orders, but wait, there's more. So that's great for places not like L.A. County where really nothing's going to change. So all this does is lift the statewide stay-at-home order, but then that means we just go back to the tiers. So if your case rate is still high, your death rate is still high, your your county stays the same. I am going to, uh, at 7.30, do a story about businesses uh, that are just staying open or opening uh, in violation of uh, the orders. They're just saying, too bad. They'll take the risk. I'll do you do see that. these red nails? That's exactly what happened yesterday. I went by a nail salon. It was open, 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 doors open, lights on, flashing open sign. And that is in uh, in violation of the law, stay yep. home orders. I mean, they can shut you down. And uh, they're, now we're talking about how many businesses are going to simply ignore stay, stay at home orders this place. or close down orders. Yep. And if everybody opens up. Uh, then what happens? And your chances of getting tagged are very low. It's like speeding on the freeway. Everybody does because your chances of getting tagged by the cops are very, very low. And uh, I think that's what's going to happen. We'll talk more about that at 730. Well, now California is thinking of doing the vaccine prioritization based only on age. Not what your job is, just they would start with everybody 65 and older gets it, which would mean healthcare workers, grocery workers, farm workers, factory workers would would drop down yeah. in priority. Now, it, it makes sense in one way. Think of this hospitalization and deaths among those that are 65 and over are the majority of hospitalization and deaths. 75% of deaths in California were that is, 65 so, or older. So if those people got the vaccine first, then the deaths and hospitalizations also would dramatically drop, and that's what they're saying. And it makes sense. Matter of fact, uh, according to CNN, which gets uh, its information from Hopkins, uh, is where uh, that is based, uh, deaths yesterday dropped uh, to under 2,000, even though it's going to hit 420,000 today. Uh, but hospitalizations dropped uh, 3,000 yesterday. Remember it was 128,000, 130,000 a couple of weeks ago? It's now 110,000 people that are hospitalized. So it's fewer people that have been hospitalized or those have that, that were hospitalized are dead. And we don't have the, those figures. Uh, they're not releasing those exact figures. Or if they are, it's not being reported. Or if it is being reported, it's not being covered. All right. Let's, uh, oh, let's do one more and then we'll take a break.
Well, this is kind of another woman that you'll be talking about at 7 o'clock. But there's a woman in Long Beach who said, I don't care about these restrictions. I am still serving outside. And then um, she had trouble serving outside. So she said Saturday afternoon, her name's Dana Tanner, and she's had this restaurant in Long Beach. We've actually had this story on the news quite a bit. And uh, she had two tables left to serve on Saturday when all of a sudden gas department workers show up and turn off her gas. So she basically still flips the bird and says, I don't care, goes to her storage, dusts off some stovetops and a countertop fryer, bought an electric water heater from Home Depot, revised her menu and says we're going back at it. Yeah. Now, uh, what if they shut off her electricity and her gas? That's what. And I this is exactly too. what I'm saying. And you're right. I'm going to do a story uh, later on. Uh, and her argument is, listen, I'm going to go under and let's say I'm stuck with a fine. No one yet has been criminally charged. All they're doing is shutting down my business. Hey, my business is already shut down if I pay attention to the regulations. Now, she actually she has. has misdemeanor charges. Yeah. Oh, she does. She okay. does. Yeah. Four of them. All right. I stand corrected. Let's not do that again. Okay. Uh, let's take a break and uh, we'll come back. In the meantime, Jennifer. You don't even know. I can make your hands clap. Said I can make your hands clap. Every night when the stars come out. Hello, Handel here and uh, the morning crew on a Monday morning, January 25. And a uh, big day today. Uh, artic- the article of impeachment. Uh, goes forward uh, tonight. It's going to be delivered to the Senate. And at uh, 9 o'clock, I'm going to sort of throw out my ideas. I'm against the trial, by the way. You would think that'd be surprising that I'd be in favor of the trial and holding uh, Donald Trump accountable. I am against the trial. And I'll explain why uh, coming up at uh, 9 a.m., Uh, Let's continue on. More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne, and me. And the president of Mexico has COVID-19. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador announced this yesterday. He said he's getting medical treatment and has mild symptoms. And also he tweeted out, as always, I am optimistic. Of course. You know what they call COVID in Spanish, by the way, in uh, in Mexico? They call it L COVID. Oh. We can move on. President Biden is reinstating travel bans on non-U.S. citizens from dozens of countries. Of course, this is because of the COVID. So Brazil, the U.K., much of Europe, and even South Africa. And uh, Dr. Fauci commented on this, and he says, as of right now, he thinks this is the prudent thing to do. So he's all for it. He probably suggested it. Good. Yeah, but U.S. travelers can come, uh, right? If you're coming US, back. If you're coming US citizens back from. Can, but again, it has to reach a point where they have to even shut down U.S. citizens from coming in. They did that with New Zealand, I think, for a period of time, where uh, even New Zealand... Uh, citizens who were flying in from uh, out of the country were quarantined. Straight out. Here you go. Quarantine. And I mean, serious quarantine, like you can't leave the airport kind of quarantine. But if you're stuck next to a Starbucks, you're fine. All the coffee in the world, except you'll go broke. So it's... uh, (laughs) 
Well, ahead of a second uh, trial in the Senate for former President Trump, federal law enforcement officials are looking at a number of threats against members of Congress. All right, given the current climate, that's not much of a surprise. Yeah, and it's various levels of credibility, all the way from uh, it's just someone mouthing off to serious threats where uh, the feds and law enforcement are saying, okay, this is real. Uh, Because there are some people out there that are completely crazy. And that's, by the way, one of the reasons why I'm going to, uh, at 9 o'clock, tell you why there shouldn't uh, be a a, a trial in the Senate. I'm even going to go further than that. Uh, I am going uh, uh, to say that uh, for political reasons, uh, there was a uh, on Meet the Press. I'm trying to remember the senator's name who argued we have to do an investigation of uh, the uh, of the election. And even he said, I believe there was okay Republican who, of course, wouldn't vote uh, to uh, uphold the uh, the impeachment or the trial is going to vote no against the trial. And even he said, um, we have to do the investigation, and he's absolutely right. And I'll go. I'll explain that one too. Totally counterintuitive. So we've got a lot to talk about. You talking about Rand Paul? No, no. It was on Meet the Press. Because Rand Paul was on Meet the Press and was saying that stuff. Still, there's another there's, one. And uh, no, no. And uh, uh, there's a reason for it. Even those who, some of those who believe there was no cheating. That there no was no stealing of the election. Believe there should be an investigation. Was it Mitt Romney? No. I know he said he's going to be one of the jurors, and yeah, that he was no, no. Well, Rand Paul, his name. Rand I'll find Paul out. is is still saying there was fraud. He's still in the city towel. And he's a smart guy, Rand Paul. I mean, he's a real smart guy. And when you ask, where's the evidence? They can't come up with anything. Uh, I just know there's fraud and then there's uh, out. Well, let's uh, we'll do more about that because I don't want to do a whole segment here while we're talking about the news. How about the Bernie Sanders meme? First of all, I had more fun this weekend going back and doing a search of the Bernie Sanders mitten meme. Oh, my God. So anyway, we are talking about, of course, the picture of Bernie Sanders that went viral of him in his jacket with his mittens all bundled up there by himself at the inauguration. People are making so much money off of this right now. There is a woman who created a Bernie's mittens crochet doll and it's selling on eBay for about $15,000. And the doll whose proceeds are going to charity is a replica. And it's darn good of Bernie sitting there all bundled up with his mittens on. There's a guy at New York University who used a website which uses Google Maps to put Sanders at any address. So it just drops the image wherever you want it to be. People are making their bobbleheads out there. There are T-shirts all over Etsy that you can get. And Um, even even, uh, Bernie Sanders, his own campaign store now has a Chairman Sanders crew neck sweater. That's Although it's hilarious. sold out now, so it's hilarious. You're going to be waiting. The dress code. And, and the teacher in Vermont who made him those mittens has been swamped with requests for mittens. And she said, "I have a whole life. I have a job. I have kids. I can't make everybody mittens. I'm really sorry." And they're made out of recycled materials. Yeah, uh, I think aluminum cans, right? 
No, probably not. Mm, All right. Be scratchy. Uh, yeah, just the cold goes right through those. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back and uh, more. more. Fuel your healthy food choices with flavor that gets you through the day. If you're committed to paleo, keto, or Mediterranean, America's original super nut is your diet super snack. A handful does the trick. Learn more at AmericanPecan.com. AmericanPecan.com. Has COVID done anything for business? Absolutely. It's proven that your business needs cloud computing more than ever. So migrate now to get optimal security and access for your work from anywhere workforce. No cloud offers more than the Microsoft Cloud. And no one gets your business into the Microsoft Cloud better than CloudForce. It's all they do. Start now at GoCloudForce.com. That's GoCloudForce.com. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Monday, January 25. Uh, today, this evening, uh, Nancy Pelosi hands over the article of impeachment to the Senate. Uh, I think trial begins uh, February, what, 6th, 8th? In the Senate? I think it's the 8th, February okay. 8th. All right, let's do it. More handle on the news. Uh, Jennifer Wayne and me. Well, they're going to have to weed out some of these marijuana billboards Ooh. in California. Very good. Uh, A judge ruled that Prop 64 makes it illegal to have marijuana billboards on any highway that crosses a state line, even if the billboard is 100 miles inside California's border. Aren't all the major highways effectively cross uh, state borders? The 10 does, the 405, the 5. The pretty much all do, um, which is why the uh, cannabis industry is not happy about this. Yeah, I don't the blame them. But where, is there language? To market? Is I, I don't have uh, Prop 64 in front of me, but is there language specifically that says... Uh, that uh, any highway that lead that uh, crosses uh, the state border cannot have a billboard? Is that simply an interpretation? I don't think by so. I think, I think it has to do with uh, what Prop 64 says and doesn't say about complying with federal law and the uh, interaction between what's allowed here and federal law. Because otherwise, a ju- because a judge had to interpret it to come to this right. conclusion. I don't know how much social distancing there was on this SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. Because this thing was packed. That's funny. Because it wasn't people. (laughs) No, it wasn't people. It was just satellites. But 143 of them. It set a new world record for the most satellites launched by a single rocket. It had all kinds of customers on it, including Planet, which operates a constellation of Earth imaging satellites. And there was another company which developed small radar satellites for monitoring ice and tracking floods. SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets are basically anybody who wants to throw a satellite up into space. If you've got the money, SpaceX will deliver yeah, and for it's, you. And it's fairly cheap, too, because now these satellites are the size of shoeboxes. Yeah. And uh, miniaturization and technology has reached the point where, I mean, you have a full-blown satellite. Usually they were two tons and uh, just massive things. Uh, and uh, the first satellite up in the air, uh, up in space, uh, communication satellite. Uh, by the way, do we know the name of the first uh, satellite that was up there? Da da da. Survey no, says. You do. Yep, Telstar. Right. Okay, let's just move on. Another phenomenal fact that makes your life uh, so worthwhile, right? 
the gerbil is wide awake this morning. <laughs> the mystery of uh, a missing woman in Yosemite was solved quickly, but now there's another mystery. Uh, this woman disappeared and her body was found the same day, January uh, 16th. But it took authorities another full week to disclose this. And so people are wondering why. Yeah, it's really unusual, isn't it? Usually they announce almost immediately. I wonder if it's just something as simple as a next of kin issue or... Uh... Could be. And she was a, a Chinese national, too. And I don't know if the fact that uh, she was a foreigner uh, has much to do with it. All right, almost three dozen missing kids, including eight of them who were sexually exploited, have been found in Southern California during an FBI raid. And uh, these 33 kids uh, were part of this Operation Lost Angels that the FBI had put together. And it was, I mean, a combination of everybody, LAPD, LA Sheriff's Department. And uh, of the eight of the kids who were recovered, eight of them were being sexually exploited at the time that they were found. Now, Wayne, you can uh, comment on this, but when we're talking about these kinds of recovery and we're talking uh, about uh, more than two dozen law enforcement uh, agencies, these are hundreds and hundreds of law enforcement officials, and these are years-long investigations, aren't they? Oh, yeah. These can these investigations can go on for two to five years, so when routinely. you think of the number of uh, victims, it's uh, unfortunately a tiny number uh, that get involved. For, so here you go. You have 33 missing kids, which is, uh, you know, for them, God bless uh, the fact they were rescued. But for every one of those kids, how many are out there uh, that have been exploited, are being sex trafficked? And if it takes these kinds of efforts from the feds and local law enforcement... Uh, where it's years and then hundreds of people are, uh, in fact, involved. Uh, it, it's a whole lot for not much return. And, and, and how do you then, every time there is uh, a legitimate story or investigation has to be done, how many thousands upon thousands of investigators and police? I mean, it's, oh, it's a it's, tremendous it's, amount of man hours. And also yeah. the caseloads of this kind of thing, mis sexual exploitation of child cases is skyrocketing. I mean, right now, today, there's probably between 1,500 and 2,000 active investigations that the FBI are handling. Yeah. Can you? And so if you look at the man hours, uh, hundreds of thousands of man hours have to be devoted to this. And then you then the argument is uh, when you talk about exploited kids, I can't think of anything more serious and more justified in investigating. But you just can't spend the money, the manpower, because that would just destroy the budget of any law enforcement agency, including the FBI. All right, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll finish up uh, the last uh, handle on the news this hour. Uh, Jennifer Jones. They want to get my and we're back. Uh, Bill Handel here. It is a uh, Monday morning, January 25. And uh, let's finish up uh, Handel on the news. Uh, Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Well, we were talking about child exploitation. And now we have a case of uh, how a person who sells tickets to Disney World helped a woman escape domestic violence. Zero, like you, you're welcome, you're 
This is a Disney World ticket worker uh, who got a call from a woman from Pennsylvania and could hear the woman yelling at somebody, get off me, get away from me. So the booker said, are you calling because you need to book a trip? And the woman said, no. The booker said, are you calling because you need help? And she said, yes. And so the woman, the booker called the cops and they got this woman away from her boyfriend who uh, is alleged to, well, not just alleged, charged criminally, which is still an allegation, strangulation, terroristic threats with intent to terrorize and simple assault. Now, authorities are split on whether you should do this, call like a pizza place or some place to try to convey that you're in trouble. Because they say sometimes you, the whole thing gets misinterpreted and either you don't get any help or it can make it even worse. Or you don't get any pizza, which is even worse. Oh, boy, Bill. I swear. Wow. The compassion on you. <laughs> anyway, in this case, it worked out. Which oh. is good news. A former TSA agent who was convicted for tricking a woman into showing her breast to him at LAX pleaded no contest to false imprisonment. But I'm a He's got 60 days in county jail now, has to have sexual compulsion classes. He was the guy who told a woman, hey, I've got to make sure that there's nothing in your bra. So you're going to have to go with me over here to a special room so that I can check your bra and whatever. And so not only that, he gets her into an elevator and he says, now I can just do the check here. Has her show him his breasts and then pulls the waistband of her pants away and looks down her pants to Mm. do an additional check. And complimented her breasts. Yeah. Said she had nice breasts. I guess that's a defense, isn't it? I was nice to her. Is that yeah, enough? Pro- yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on. I could have been. It Ugh. could have been worse. I could have been mean to her. Gross. Well, here's an interesting First Amendment situation. A guy's been arrested, put in jail for harassment because he distributed a photo of two guys peeing on the grave of a sheriff's deputy. But it's a fake photo. In other words, two guys did not actually do this. This guy created with Photoshop a fake photo of two guys doing it. And so a lot of people are saying that police, there's zero cause to arrest this guy and for harassment pro- because because nobody actually did anything. And that's probably true. Now, there is a tort here. They can sue him, certainly civilly. And it would turn out to be a hell of a lawsuit. But was there a crime committed? I'm I'm saying no. Wayne, what what say you? No, I don't. I don't. I think they overreached here <clears throat> because the charge is harassment, and the only way it can be harassment is if somebody actually peed on the grave. But as soon as that photo was circulating, they went and investigated and determined that nobody had been there and nobody had peed on the grave. So you're talking about creating something. Yes, to for the purpose of humiliating, but again, this that is which is despicable, you know, but on still, a human level. But it's not a crime. No, it's a but it is a civil uh, matter, and that's important to differentiate between what is a civil tort, a tort yep. being a wrongdoing, but civilly, not criminal. Infliction of emotional distress, right. probably could that fly would probably here. fly. Intentional infliction of emotional distress, which hits another level. Well, let's do one more. Can we do the last story, Wayne? It's yours about the baby. 
Well, uh, somebody carjacked a car. There was a baby in the car. He wanted the car. He didn't want the baby. So he left the baby by the side of the road, and uh, the baby was found and saved by an Amazon delivery driver. Yay. That's the story. His name is Juan Carlos Flores, and he's being hailed as a hero. Bill, you probably hate that, right? No, uh, no. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, because all he did, That's I'm now right. adopting I mean, it's wonderful your view. What, you know, all it's he wonderful did was he did. see an abandoned baby. That's true. And help. So how is he a hero, right? Because uh, he didn't risk his life. What he did is the right thing. He was a mensch. Uh, and uh, frankly, uh, who wouldn't be under those circumstances? Who drives by a baby and goes, nah, you know what? I don't, I don't have the time. You know, on my, I'm on my way someplace. I'll let the kids, still let someone else get the kid. No, no one does that. That's why he wasn't a hero. But what a great story how it ended. Absolutely. And uh, what do you do with the guy who abandoned the baby? Uh, here he is, a car thief, and he doesn't take the kid, doesn't hurt the kid. Uh, he leaves the child uh, on the side of the road. You now, tack on, you tack on uh, a felony child endangerment charge. Yeah, you probably do. Can it be yeah. kidnapping though, too? No, I don't know. No, in fact, no it's the opposite of kidnapping. But he did. It's kidnap literally the kid. it's the opposite. Instead of taking the baby away, he's like, "I don't want this baby. Baby stays here." But he did right. take the baby momentarily. I know, but there's yeah. an intent. No intent. There, there's, there's an no, intent. There Kidnapping. No you have to, to intend to kidnap. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the book thrown at this guy. Yeah. Well, well, you could look if you have a carjacking and you have a felony child endangerment and you have a judge who's got his head uh, or her head on straight, the guy can end up with a tremendous amount of time. Okay. Good. Coming up, uh, the health system, separate and unequal, and we're going to talk about how it's connected to COVID, and uh, do not go away. This is KFI AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Right now at Papa John's, get $6 Papa deal. Plus, any side, this side, that side, all these sides for just six dollars each. Wow. That's a lot of sides. Get six dollar Papa deals and six dollar sides only at PapaJohns.com. Yeah. 